In this episode, I want to talk a little bit about life transitions and about the story of Moses and what it teaches us about how God invites us into the future. Stay tuned. Hello, friends. Pastor Tim Westermeyer here, senior pastor of St. Philip the Deacon in the western suburbs of Minneapolis. Good to be with you as always. Uh, we've taken a week or so off both. Uh, I had some travel uh, complications and uh, our good friend Tim behind the camera had a few travel arrangements he had to attend to, so it's good to be back. I, I confess I, I missed uh, the rhythm of doing this, missed being able to connect with all of you, so I hope this finds you well. Uh, a couple things on my mind today. One, we're taping this, uh, what, 10 days before Christmas Eve, so middle of the week in the week before Christmas Eve. Uh, so let me lift up a couple of uh, things happening here at St. Philip the Deacon related to Christmas, but not quite to Christmas. Uh, one is, uh, if you're in the area, uh, it's a startup again of a thing we did a number of years ago called Beer and Hymns. This is going to be on Sunday, December 18th. Uh, yeah, Sunday, December 18th, 7 o'clock at Rock Elm Tavern here in Plymouth. Uh, join us for what should prove to be a really fun opportunity to sing a bunch of Advent and Christmas hymns together and enjoy one another's company. So again, that's Sunday, December 18th. The next night, Monday, December 19th, uh, we have something called a Blue Christmas service. We've been doing this now for a number of years. Uh, if you're in the area, you can join us in person. Uh, if you are not uh, near to us uh, physically, you can join us on live stream at spdlc.org slash live stream. Blue Christmas services, uh, they're not done only at St. Philip Deacon. Maybe you've heard that language before. They're an opportunity for people to gather around the season of Christmas who may be experiencing um, some kind of trauma or grief or pain and for whom the, the big celebration of Christmas is a little bit difficult. And so it's an opportunity to have a more gentle and quiet, introspective kind of celebration. It's proven to be very uh, meaningful uh, and important for uh, people. And so again, join us for that if you'd like. Um, and of course, I'll also uh, invite you to join us for all of our Christmas Eve services, but we will have another episode of this before then. Uh, maybe we'll put up uh, either a graphic or a link to those services here. So uh, that's one thing on my mind is just sort of anticipating some of those events. Uh, the other thing on my mind, and, and you know, topics for these episodes come up in a variety of ways. This week, um, I'm, I'm thinking about people who are in transition. I am, of course, a pastor, and so one of the great privileges of my work is having the chance to visit uh, with individuals either from the congregation or beyond the congregation who might want to check in with me and talk about important issues related to their life. In the past week, I've met with not one or two, but three individuals actually who are uh, thinking about or reflecting about making a transition in their lives professionally. Uh, wonderful conversations with all of them, and if you're one of them listening to this, thank you for the great privilege of inviting me into that discussion. Uh, and one of the, the um, 
stories that came out in each of those conversations, which I may have talked about this in the past, but I'll lift it up again here in the event any of you are thinking about a transition of some sort in your own life, is the story of Moses. Um, and real quickly, you may remember, and I would commend this, the, the movie Prince of Egypt. Uh, if, you, if you haven't seen it, it's a great retelling of the story of Moses. But he's raised in the royal household of Egypt. Uh, as a young man, he ends up killing one of Pharaoh's servants. He ends up leaving Egypt because he's sort of wanted for murder. So he goes and he builds a new life in Midian. He has a wife and family, and he's comfortable. Um, he has no reason to do anything else. And that's where the burning bush happens and God says, hey Moses, got something I want you to do. And if you read the story in uh, Exodus, it's, it's, it's humorous because Moses says again and again, not interested, don't ask me, I'm not qualified, I don't want to do it, God, find someone else. Um, but in the end, of course, uh, God convinces him to go uh, to Egypt to tell Pharaoh, you know, let my people go to free the Hebrew people. And there's the whole story of the ten plagues and the, the foundations of the festival of Passover happens. And eventually Pharaoh, in fact, does say, fine, get out of here and take your people with you, right? Which sounds like good news. But if you remember the story, uh, Moses starts leading those people out of slavery into freedom. And then Pharaoh changes his mind and sends his armies out to hunt them down and kill them. And it's at this point that we find uh, Moses and the Hebrew people trapped between the Red Sea on one hand and the chariots of Egypt on the other. Now this is uh, told in the um, commentaries, the rabbinic commentaries on, on the book of Exodus, so you won't find it exactly this way in the Bible, but it's a, it's a strong tradition um, that what happens next is Moses then says to God, God, you know, uh, you brought us this far. You brought me from Midian. Uh, you asked me to go up against Pharaoh, and here we are. Help us. And there's silence. And so again, Moses says, God, you know, please come help us. Silence. Moses a third time, God, don't let us die. Silence. And it's at this point, and this is the relation to transitions in our own lives, that by tradition, Moses says, fine, I'll do it myself. And Moses takes a step into the Red Sea. And by tradition, it's only then that the waters part and a way is made for him and the Hebrew people to move into this next chapter of their life. So the lesson for all of us, I think, I love that story. It's been really important to me in my own life. But the lesson for all of us, um, one way to say it is that God meets us on the far side of risk. So God invites us into a bright and hope-filled future, not by saying to us, I'm going to show you the next mile or two miles or ten miles of the path. I'm going to give you a step at a time to take, right? And I'm going to, changing metaphors from walking into the water, I'm going to illumine one step at a time. And I'm asking you to take that step in faith and trust uh, that I will be with you as you move into the future and I'll continue then to open up the future. Again, I love that story. It came up in these conversations with these individuals from the church and it occurred to me that maybe that would be helpful for some of you listening to this. So if you are uh, discerning a different kind of call from God in your life, whatever that might be, my prayer for you is that you might listen intently to the voice that's calling you into the future and 
that you would have the courage to take that first step in faith so that God can continue to show you where God is leading you. Uh, so that's that's uh, what I wanted to share today. Uh, we will have an episode next week, and I, I would imagine at that point we'll talk more about uh, anticipating Christmas, so I'll leave a message about Christmas to that point. If you don't see that message, though, uh, and you're watching this one, may I wish you and yours a very blessed and Merry Christmas. And as always, be well, stay in touch, and God bless. Mm-hmm.